phenomena that is never, or it seems like it's never going to go away. What is the business of the steakhouse? Open your notebook. Good morning, class. My name is Rob. This is Everyday Heroes, the series that covers all things informational, educational, but still super fun. We are having another business science class. That is the study of basically how a business works, grows, and operates. Now, today we're going to go over probably one of the most delicious uh, food operations, should we call it, in the world, and one that won't seem to be going away anytime soon. A man named Stuart Anderson reflects on the steakhouse business in a local newspaper article from California. Now, his name might not ring a bell, nor the fact that he's a cattle rancher, but what might ring a bell is the uh, restaurant he opened. On April 1st in 2014, he turned 91 and with his re uh, wife retired to a condo, and that marked the 50th anniversary, 50th anniversary of the first Stuart Anderson Black Angus near the Seattle waterfront. Yes, uh, class, Stuart Anderson, the man behind one of the biggest steak chains out there. The first restaurant in 1964 became a chain of 110 across 19 states, each bearing of Stuart Anderson's Black Angus name and menus of the icon that become affectionately as the square cow, a square cow's head inside a square frame. The image has changed, but Black Angus, part of the name, as well as the uh, explanation of philosophy, are still touted on the menus at 45 of the restaurants, now owned by Los Altos-based American Restaurant Group in six western states. This author visited uh, with Stuart and his wife um, for this interview, and he looked the part, according to this guy. He had the mustache, the cowboy hat, and he was eager to discuss a book he was writing, well, about this. So, he goes on to say, in fact, now that we're certain about the kind of a celebration of the special anniversary might be planned by the owners, but both enthused about the opening last month of the latest one in Brentwood of Los Angeles County, where the chain brought him to be on hand to be introduced. He laughed and said, they still remember me. And his wife said he was the star of the event. Um, Anderson wanted to talk about his book, Corporate Cowboy, the story of how he built the restaurant empire that became a national company with 10,000 employees and an annual revenue of $260 million. It's actually a longer title, Corporate Cowboy, Stuart Anderson, how a maverick entrepreneur built Black Angus, America's number one chain of the 1980s. Anderson speaks and moves slowly from the effects of a stroke he had suffered five years ago, but retains a firm gaze under his cowboy hat and sharp mind. Ellen refers to him as her cowboy and as miraculous. The book unfolds, as, as did his first one a couple years ago, by his dictating to Helen uh, on using a recorder from which she later transcribed. Um, he tried his head as an author when he first produced the book, Here's the Beef, My Story of Beef, an informative book about, well, just that. Uh, the book was meant to be an answer, he uh, jokingly said, to the Wendy's popular commercial where the lady asked, where is the beef? Um, Anderson recalls that he already in the business of Seattle owning a hotel and a restaurant, but he says he much preferred the restaurant over the hotel. His strategy seemed to be simple, and this is where you might want to write this down. A one-price steak with six choices of cut, 
for $2. We got the meat from Australia, which had to be tamed a bit when it got here. We soon raised the price to $2.95 for a full dinner with said steak. The second Black Angus opened in his hometown Tacoma and actually turned out to be a disaster due to what he described as a dumb decision. The decision wasn't actually exposed on this uh, article, but, you know, one can say it happens in business. But the third, which was in Spokane, proved a valid validity of the concept and remained for the years the most successful restaurant in the chain. <laughs> Excuse me. In the chain. Expansion in other states followed, starting with California, where San Diego was the launch city. It was 1987, after five consecutive years, um, of his uh, restaurant being named Top Steakhouse in the nation, that Anderson actually retired. So, not long after he started, did he actually leave the business. By, the, by then, he had sold the chain to Saga Food Services, before it had been turned sold to Marriott Corp, which decided didn't want the restaurant, and, and made it, unbundling made it not fun for Anderson any longer. He said he was working too much and traveling too many hours. So he and Helen retired to his 2,400-acre uh, ranch sprawled along Interstate 90 west of Ellensburg. Uh, he had bought the ranch back in 1966 with the attempt of raising the said Black Angus cattle, but it turned out to be too much, so he continued to raise cattle until he sold the ranch uh, to uh, others and took off. Anderson sought a comeback a couple years ago, driven not by the desire to get back into the business in his late 80s, but rather to save the jobs at a Black Angus he had opened in Rancho Mirage in 1980, when the California expansion was in full swing, but closed during the financial downturn. It was an effort that didn't last long, uh, with his wife saying after the Black Angus closed, Stewart thought he'd help be helping the economy and jobs by reopening the restaurant. After negotiating the lease, she continued, uh, they opened in late February of 2010. Stewart decided he was definitely too old to be back in the business. He jokingly says uh, that he forgot more than he knew. So in 2012, we were uh, they were approached by a group who wanted to buy or lease uh, and were happy to accommodate those individuals. So, kind of a strange story, right? But the fact that even to this day, the steakhouse still does well probably goes back to how cheap it was at the beginning. I mean, $2 for six different cuts of steak and then three bucks for the dinner that usually came with a couple sides, salad, and what have you. Now, one could say that anybody could have been the one to do this. And one of its biggest competitors, Outback Steakhouse, does kind of the same thing. However, it's kind of more of the same business considering there are not a lot of big name brand steakhouses. There's places like Morton's that actually also sells its products in the market that is probably one of the most expensive ones in uh, the country. You have smaller places like let's say Sizzler that originally was known for steak but ended up becoming more buffet, selling everything from chicken to fish to desserts. So Steakhouse is one of those specialities that, well, you have to be in the right mind to do so. Stewart learned very quick it was a bit too much to do all of it. And at certain age, he was happy to turn it over to others to take care of it. 
To this day though, there's a new one open recently. I mean, this was a, a old article, so I don't know if any have opened since, but they're still around. And that's the key here, guys. The business of Steakhouse, similar to yesterday, is about the supermarket. You have to have the clientele, you have to have the product, and you have to have the location. Location means you got to be somewhere where people are going to buy it. Clientele means those people are going to have to be able to afford it. And lastly, most importantly, you got to be able to supply your restaurant, and steak is not cheap because cattle are not cheap either, to make sure you always have enough to sell. So if we learn anything from her, it is. Steakhouse is a profitable business, but it is a lot of work. So if you want to get in on the phenomena, good luck. But for now, thanks for watching. Stay curious. We'll be back for more later. Bye, guys.